When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. 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 Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Lost in America, episode 28. My name's Turner Sparks. I'm Kaplan. Kaplan. How you doing? I'm doing great. Fantastic. Yeah. You can find me at Turner B. Sparks. That's all I want to know out of yeah. you. How Why you not? doing? Turner B. Sparks on Twitter. You can find Kaplan at M-I-Kaplan11 11. on Twitter. Uh-huh. Why 11? Uh, I'm, it's, uh, I picked that Twitter handle after legendary Sixer Drew Holiday. Of course. Point Drew guard, Holiday. I think he's one, our last all-star, maybe. Is he not on the Sixers anymore? We started off what we call the process. It began by trading Drew Holiday for, uh, uh, you know... Some draft picks about four years ago. <laughs> yeah. We've been tanking ever since. And it's about to come full circle. We're about to we're about to be a real NBA team. So Drew Holiday. Okay, but on the pod today, we have the return of Blue Shirt Esquire. Oh fuck. He's coming today? Our lawyer's coming back, baby. Oh, I feel man. like we need entry music. He's gonna be for mean him. to us. Don't we? He's he, mad at us. He's mad. Well, he's always mad at us. He's yeah. gonna tell us. I well, the reason why he's coming back is because I have I have genuine questions. Yeah, you've got enemies. I, well, I want to find out Amazon. Amazon. I, what we're gonna do about them? We have to go after them. He's gonna help us. We gotta bring them down. Yeah, I also want to find out. There's a bunch of legal things that happen to me in China. I want to know, like with my Mr. Softy business, right? When the, the downfall of Softy. Yeah. I want to know if, it, if we were in America, if those same things would have happened. And then finally, everybody around here is a yes man. Everyone loves the pod. Everyone yeah. congratulates well, because us. Because the pod's amazing and it's hilarious. And, it is. <laughs> I know. We we're doing amazing. a good job. And People. thanks to you, listeners. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Yeah. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for telling your friends. Please continue to tell friends. We had the last week was the biggest week. And we've can had we in a tell while. you, give you a little tip? Yeah, a little something you could do for us. Yes. If you don't, if we know you're busy. Our listeners are the busiest, smartest people in the world. Yeah, very. If you hot. don't have time to listen one week, we get it. But please, just press play. Oh, that's it. All you have to do, just you, press play. If you don't have time to listen, we know you're high income tax bracket people, yeah. right? All of you. But so you're not. If you can't listen to every episode, but just press play on the episode. Yes, press play. We get credit. It adds to our downloads. It adds to our downloads, and you know, ends. Is, and our other sponsors that we're working on. Yeah, so just go through. They, anyone they you haven't listened to. those downloads to. or they're not going to want anything to do with us. <laughs> exactly. We're going to be out on the street recording. You, you we're don't... recording a podcast on the street, then we're just crazy <laughs> people. But we're in the end studios right now. Yeah. We're legit. And all you, they don't care. Our, the sponsors don't care if you actually listen to their advertisement. Well, they probably care, but they just don't. <laughs> there's no way for them to know. They're not going to know. They're not going to call you up and ask you for exactly. questions. Call back what we said at minute 37. So if you haven't listened to every episode yet, just roll through all the ones you haven't listened to. Just press play, 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 play. Get to it later. Yeah. I might hire. I'm going to get an intern when I get back to the <laughs> office. And, uh, I'm tell them, just press play. Well, now that we're yeah. getting all these extra downloads, we're going to have a budget for interns. So, okay. So anyway, Blue Shirt's coming back. Blue shirt. Oh, he's also going to tell us. That's my point. Uh, his three least favorite episodes of the oh, pod. That was your point. Because he hates everything. Yeah. Right? He's, he's tough. He's a fan of the pod, but yeah, he's tough. So I, obviously we know his most favorite is his episode. So, okay, but you just went to Mexico. Yeah, and I spent, you know, I was trying to, was trying to get away from it all, but I spent the whole time there just thinking about jobs because I kept coming up with job ideas there. You and your but, wife went to Mexico. Wait, you were looking for a job in Mexico? Well, just, they were finding me. You never know in case, I mean, this whole Trump thing goes down. Exactly. The reverse. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, because we were there, and, you know, for stars, I thought about you because it's really hot there. And I appreciate you thinking of me. And I was thinking about your, your ice cream business and how yes. genius it was you brought it to China. But I saw one guy on, like, a, on a little cart. It was like a rickshaw. Okay. And he was riding it around, and it was an ice cream rickshaw, and he was hitting a bell. It was very inefficient. Oh. So I'm saying, starters, we got to bring Mr. Soft. We need a truck. Step. We need a truck. Yeah, we need a truck. We need a soft serve machine. We need a swirl, baby. That's Not swirl. Was it frozen? Was he selling? I didn't even, because I didn't even, popsicles. he was like down the street. I didn't want to make him come in my direction. I felt bad for the guy. Two other jobs. <laughs> you know, the beaches are beautiful there, but um, there's so much seaweed. It's everywhere. And I don't know if it's a seasonal thing, global warming affected. They're, yeah, they're there is a seaweed. planning for the future where seaweed farms are going to feed us. But That's a recent thing, the seaweed on the beach. I know because Myrna and Gary Sparks own a condo down there. No seaweed in their condo. No, no, no. Their condo is seaweed-free. Seaweed-free zone. Yeah. So they, every hotel, I think they want to show you that they're doing something. Every beach, you see, like you walk the beach, you see like one or two guys out there. Shut, like they're putting the seaweed into the truck. It's, I, it's a mountain of seaweed. It's a futile job. It's so, like the worst job. It's useless. It's not doing anything. They like roll it. They just want to show you like they're pretending to do something. We need an invention. Something. We go down there. We could blow up. We could dominate Tulum if we have a, if we have a truck. Oh, we need of, like a cotton gin. Yeah. Whatever that means. For seaweed. It's <laughs> yes, the machine it's, they made to, to pick cotton. Yes. Back to replace slavery. Is that what you mean? Or, <laughs> I, I, I think. I don't know. <laughs> that's what it's like because yeah. they just don't have enough workers. They're all coming here. I don't know what the story is. But or the other option is if America really goes downhill, we need to escape to Mexico and we become. The, we, uh, that would be the true reversal. <laughs> we become the. When Americans <laughs> are sneaking into Mexico to then. To pick seaweed. To pick seaweed all day. Because just to I, feed our families. I know we're here. Saying. We're law abiding citizens. Our kids we want a better life. Listen, Cap, I don't know much about the ocean. I've never claimed to. But. I think what happened a few years ago, because ne- my parents have had a place down there for maybe 10 or 15 years, never before had seaweed problem. Two or three years ago, because of global warming, El Nino, I El believe, Nino. the, the title, uh, it all shift, it shifted. Uh, the seaweed came fl- the Seaweed, yeah, because the northern whatever, the northern star like, went to the other side <laughs> of the moon or something. Hey, weather report. And then, yeah, it made, the waves came crashing down, um, the walls came, and then... Uh, yeah, it made like the, the tide came and it came from the north or something. And so then the seaweed, now it's just all the time, except for not at the Sparks house. At the Sparks house, Sparks if you want to rent that, yeah. if you want to rent the Sparks condo, you can check that out online. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. But anyway, oh my gosh. All so right. that's my story. All right. Well, let's get to the, that's, that sounds great. Mexico. Yeah. All, oh, by the way, <laughs> our listeners keep going up in Mexico. So thank you, all you Mexicans, for thank listening. Thank you. Uh, yeah. And Alcapoco is our biggest new hotspot. Is from, that how you say it? Alcapoco? <laughs> Alcapoco. <laughs> yeah. Al Caponco. Al Caponco. Yeah, like the mobster. And uh, all right, so let's get to the let's get to uh, Lost in America. Let's get to it. Lost in North America. Welcome back. What I want? Okay, I'm writing this book, Kaplan. As you know, I'm right. writing a book about my life, living in China, um, where I was running the Mr. Softy ice cream business there, where I did the Kung Fu comedy. So comedy. Nonfiction book. It's not nonfiction. Oh, I think you made up this whole story. It's based off my life, <laughs> right. doing the doing the ice cream business, doing the comedy club. So I'm looking for places to write. I was right. I wrote the first draft when I was still in China. Now I'm working on the second draft, touching it up, all that kind of stuff. So when I was in China, my writing schedule is like three to nine, ten in. Three in the afternoon till about 10 p.m. is when I like to write, you know? Right. So I'm trying to do that here. 
I go out every every coffee shop in America closes at like six p.m., seven p.m. Right, because people because there's caffeine in coffee and people it keeps people up. Yeah, but yet you want to stay if you're working, you want to stay up. In China, they're open till like midnight every coffee shop, so you can get I can get my work hours. They don't in. have uppers. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe drugs? I don't know. <laughs> but it's like a coffee shop is a place to go out. You sit there, you write, right? I don't know yeah. what's... Where do people write? Where do they work pa- after work here? You know, when they get off at 5 p.m., what do they do if they want to go, like, do something? There's a bar? I don't know. People sit at a bar? What, am I, Hemingway? <laughs> sit at a bar and write a book? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I see your point. They don't really have... Coffee shops aren't open that late, huh? I think yeah. I need to start a new business. Revolutionary. That gets me to my next segment because that's a billion dollar. That's my new billion dollar idea. What's we, the, I don't think that's a billion. I think it's, it's maybe, a coffee shop that's open till eleven, yeah, open till midnight. Hundred thousand dollar idea. Hundred thousand dollar idea. We had a couple billion dollar ideas on the pod a couple weeks ago. We did. I'm gonna bring them back. Billion dollar idea. New segment. Play the music. Billion dollar idea number one, Michael Kaplan. That's a good song. That new song. That's a great tune, right? Yeah. Uh, Blue Shirt's not going to be happy about it because <laughs> we're playing it uncopyrighted. But we have a billion dollars now. Who cares? We can afford to pay off all these yeah. people, right? All right. So not, number one, the idea we had a couple weeks ago was mansplaining the podcast. Mm-hmm. You have women on. You explain stuff to them. Done. New podcast <laughs> idea. Other billion dollar Which, idea. Well, we heard that was like we were plagiarizing Saturday Night Live there, but. But no, first of all, no, we weren't. That's what Weber told us. We were plagiarizing Saturday Night Live. I watched that episode. It wasn't even. It wasn't similar at all. Okay, they, they weren't doing a podcast. That's true. Good point. Yeah, <laughs> or hold, hold your horses. All right. So this is it. So Cap, you blew your chance a couple weeks ago to become Coach Kaplan on Teddy's soccer team, right? Yeah. But I'm- there's always next season. Next season, you become head coach. I become assistant coach. Weekly podcast. You know how people do these NBA podcasts where every week they update on what's going on in the NBA? Yeah. We update on what's going on in Teddy's soccer team. I don't know if it's a billion-dollar idea. That's but a billion-dollar idea. Who wouldn't that want that? That might be a, a, a no, hundred-dollar idea. Week to week, we get players in. <laughs> yeah, well, we interview them. Right. We we're going to get after waivers. We can we're get gonna, some of the crazy parents who are way too into it in. We're going to have to get a waiver from every parent to let their kid run in this operation. But Well, I'll hand those out before the team manager can usurp my... Duties again. There you go. We, we haven't it. even been to another game, by the way, since then. I, I like, I'm so upset. I just have. Oh, I'm boycotting. I went to Mexico, skipped a game. There you go. I, Do I, some scouting down in Mexico. Yeah, I, I just, uh, yeah, I've just left the team basically. We bring a couple ringers in mid-season, like Mighty Ducks. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. We, uh, yeah, we get the parents on. What do you think of this idea? All right. I think it's a hundred dollar idea. I'll rank it. Hundred dollars. <laughs> Every week you give me an idea and I'll rank it based on how much money it's worth. All right, All right. Good. All right. Should we get to Ants? Let's get to Ants. Ants, baby. Ants is an app. You can get it in the app store. They're making updates every day. It's getting better, as they say. Download it now, App Store or wherever you get your podcasts. It's uh, up to five-minute voice messages. They have a stop-start button now, so you can start it, stop it, send it out to your friends, put it onto Twitter, do whatever you want. Start following people. Follow Ikram. Follow our podcast, Lost in America. Follow Kaplan. Follow, follow me. me. I got to remember to ints now that you've told people to follow. You got to ints. I got to ints. I'll be inting from Mexico. I'm going to a note to myself to ints more. There you go. Do it. Ints right. from Mexico. It works there. All right. Let's get to our guest, Blue Shirt. Is he here? Is he charging? Oh, we kept him waiting. He's going to charge us for that. I'm personally shaking in my boots. I hope he's here. Let's find out. I think he's going to come in. Yeah, he's going to be. I don't think he's happy with us once again. Okay. Let's All see right, what happens. Let's see You're a moron. 
You're a moron. You're a moron. 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 All right, everybody, we're back. Welcome back. I am refreshed. Just had a nice little mid-meal snack, mid-pod snack. Kaplan feeling good. had something to eat. We have uh, the evil uh, blue shirt okay, Esquire yeah, is in the building right now. I'm shaking, Cap. You? Yeah. So, Blue, this is, okay. <laughs> First of all, the, how have the last few months been for you since you s- sprung to stardom, like skyrocketed to stardom attorney. on this podcast? Do you know that we've had people come, t- I've had people come to my shows asking where's Blue Shirt yeah. in New York City. I feel bad for those people. They came specifically to meet Blue yeah, Shirt Esquire. I think you're just hanging around. Trust There's me, I don't want to have you back on the pod this week, but this is just for ratings. It's literally because yeah. people are going to see, you're the, like one of the most popular guests. Ents told us. People get are going to see the blue shirt thing. They're going to get downloads. We're going to get plays. Thank All right, you. what do you want? Why am I here? <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so, first question. We had this problem with Amazon. All right. Amazon totally screwed us, right, Cap? They, well, they came at, they, they screwed they us. They came after us. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. missed, they picked on the wrong podcast. They picked on the, they, 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 they picked they on the, we'd fight back. They picked on the only podcast that has a lawyer on the pod. There's no yeah. other podcast. So what they did, Blue, I'll fill you in. I think I, t- I told you before, but I'll fill you is, uh, we, we start, they, they have this deal where if you put their link on your website on lostinamericapod.com and then your fans click onto the website, look, Blue's not even paying attention. Blue's checking his phone. He's checking his Blue, we are paying for these minutes. Uh, okay, keep going. <laughs> you can't be on your phone while I'm explaining. Who is this, it. another client? What? No, I was just checking the Yankee score. <laughs> okay, so... The egg. Well, when I found out you're not paying me, I'm going to basically half-ass this, but go for it. <laughs> All right, well, whatever. I'll pay you in a share of in stock. I'll go talk to your crew about it. All right. We'll give you All a... All right, f- I'm, I'm back in. Okay, so, okay. So what do you want? So we got we started getting all of our fans to go through our link on our website, lostamericapod.com, buy stuff on Amazon, and then it showed, like, okay, soon you'll be getting all this money, the money, money. It's yeah. building. People I got I got toasters. I had dollar signs in my eyes. Ching, ching. Embarrassment of riches coming my way. How much money are we actually talking about? It doesn't matter. Four percent. It's the four to four to ten percent of whatever people buy comes to you. And this was back in 2016. Uh, I no, this is earlier this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, 2017. 27, late 2016. No, early 2017, late 2016. So then, I'm just curious that the 2016 dollars actually made it onto your taxes. For this year, no, no, no. This is 2017. No, this is, no, this is why are you trying to get us That's, again? You're not even a tax. We have an account to the pod, Gary Sparks. Yeah, Gary Sparks. He okay, right. CPA the he pod. takes care of our books. I'm also chief compliance officer of the podcast, so I'm just making. <laughs> no, sure. We don't comply. Comply. And so then, <laughs> F you, <laughs> F you, blue You're trying to snake us. So then, um, so then finally, we do like three or four weeks. We're getting huge numbers for them, frankly. Just left and right. Amazon's in business because of us at this point. And the stock's been up. Oh, the stock's soaring. New all-time highs. And so then I get an email from them. It says, uh, sorry, we've canceled your our agreement with you because of copyright infringement. But they don't explain what that means. But they say we can reapply. If we want to try again, we can try again. But all that money that people made for us in the midterm, in the interim, doesn't come to us. It actually wasn't copyright infringement. What they told you was it was trademark infringement. And it's because you posted the Amazon emblem on your website after they explicitly say in the agreement, do not post our logo. But then if I can't post their logo... How do you click on it? How, who's, how are they supposed to click on it? Uh, go look on a blog. I don't know. 
Because they gave me the banner. I'm your lawyer, not your life coach. <laughs> well, I need a life coach. We need a life coach to the pod. Because they said, no, I, okay, so then that, so you think they're right or they're wrong? Are you gonna... No, they're absolutely right. They're right? 100%. <sighs> Bastards. Should we retape this? Can you can we retape this and you say they're wrong? Who Amazon? <laughs> no, let's start the <laughs> segment He's over. We need you to be. We need them to be wrong so we can attack them. That's not how the uh, law works. Who's going to attack them? What you? You're our pod lawyer. You're not paying me. <laughs> oh god! All right, now this we're going round and round with this. Not paying you. Get over the not we paying. We'll pay you when we win the lawsuit. Exactly. All That's right, how right, lawyers right. get paid these days. Yeah, we'll give you a percentage, obviously. So let me give you my advice. What can we do? Here's what you could do. Follow what they tell you to do. There's literally a guide that says, this is how you can fix what the problem was. That seems like a lot of work. But what about that money in the meantime? It's just sitting there. I'm. Sh- oh, it's still there? I would guess. That toaster money. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I want to get toaster rich. <laughs> Did you ever write back to Amazon after they sent you that email? No, I just okay. threw up my hands. I sent this directly to our lawyer, and I said, Blue Shirt, take care of this for us. And this isn't China. They'll respond to what you're saying. Oh, really? Yes. I thought they were just going to blow me up. Okay, so you're... Let's try writing back. Your advice is to email them back? Yes. (laughs) All right, We spent four weeks fighting them on the air without just thinking of an email. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good point. Is there a reply button? I guess we could have just emailed them. Uh, Shocking, I know. Always the most complicated. Blue, but you can send that email for us, right? Because this is all... uh, Legalese, can we craft it? Yeah. letterhead we can use? I'll not take a look at it when you send it. What's the legalese? To whom it may concern, or how do we start it? Dear sirs. Dear sirs. What if... Oh... Uh, can, what if it's women? <laughs> he goes, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's definitely not. Amazon have women attorneys. <laughs> Let's be honest. All right. They, they, where they are in the world. Um, okay, so next question. Now, I want to... I'm going to ask you, but I'm going to save this part, but I'm going to ask you about your what you think the three worst episodes we've done so far on the pod. Because here's, the, here's my thing. Cap, you can see if you agree. Our fans are great, but we have a lot of yes men around, you know. And you, Blue, is not a yes man. You clearly, defi- even though you're the only person we pay, you we clearly define yourself as not being a I'm, yes I'm man. I'm sorry, what was that last line? You pay me? You just said that on the record, Turner. Right? Well, the check's in the mail. I'm yeah. saying it hasn't. Checks you know, I don't know when it's going to clear. It's like what is this? We got ta- it's tax season. Yeah, There's a lot of stuff in the mail right now, you know. So I don't know how long it's going to. But um, everyone so, else, we say, what do you think of the pod? We say, what do you think of the pod? They go, oh, it was good. It was good. I like. It was great. It was great. They never tell us what they didn't like. So we- well, that means they're not listening. Hey. <laughs> okay, but before we get to that, I have a couple questions. I want to check out U.S. law versus Chinese law and see if they're the same or see where they link up. Okay. okay? You do realize I know nothing about Chinese law. I'm going to tell you stuff that's happened to me in China that was... Under the guidance of Chinese law, of the law, uh, I was going to say, I know Chinese law. He knows Chinese Ambassador law. Sparks, Ambassador and Sparks. You can tell me if U.S. law matches this, and then we'll okay. decide who, which is better law. Now, who's I, got the best law? Exactly. So in China, if you get, because I was thinking of this recent case with this Vietnamese guy who's getting kicked off, get uh, dragged out of the airline, right? And he's going to sue for, sue United Airlines for like billions of dollars, right? Probably. Yeah. Okay. So in China, what happens if you get? Um, injured, and if that were to happen in China, he could sue for the amount of actual damages. You cannot sue for trauma or anything else. So if he had to go to the hospital the next day, whatever his actual bill was, that's what he could sue for. It happens. It's happened um, with actually with Mr. So- people get injured, Mr. Softy, whatever they can sue us, and we just pay Toy whatever the whatever the actual is, right? They don't have punitive yeah, damages. I mean, it- 
Yeah, well, there's different type of damages that you can get in an American lawsuit. You get punitive damages, you could get... Uh, What's punitive damages? Punishment. So oh, go to jail. No, 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 no it's no, like no, to no. keep you from doing it again, right? Yeah, it's it. basically you're going to get, you're going to be uh, found liable the, uh, and responsible for X amount of dollars as, because what you did was so bad. So, so for example, this... You remember you, when I was telling you guys about all your copyright violations? Uh, yeah, but let's not bring that up. That's well, a sore well, topic. Let's, move on let's assume to there's a podcast. Yeah. And let's assume that podcast plays copyrighted music. Yeah, in America. Yeah, in America. Then it's not just the cost that they would have lost. Their, their damages associated with it that are statutory damages that they, they provide for. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but three times the whatever. Okay, so which one do you like better? Just just being because I kind of like the Chinese version where you can just sue for whatever the actual oh, I, damages were. I like the Chinese version, but it takes I'll, your I'll job away. There's less lawyers needed in that case. There's less blue shirts needed. Well, I don't actually do that type of law, but let's say <laughs> let's assume you do. Let's assume I did. Uh, the problem with that is that people don't really learn their lesson. Right. If you if it was just an equitable solution, when I say equitable, it's sort of like the eye for the eye. Yeah. If if you just do that, how are people going to learn? They may just say, "Oh, the cost of doing business, it's worth." Like I, uh, you know what? I can't. Okay, I never can mind. Give you an example close to my home, to, close to my heart right now. Yeah. I was just, I was mentioning, I was getting a snack while we were waiting for Blue Shirt. Yeah. I went to a halal cart because I like to stay on brand. You went to 7-Eleven to get chicken wings because that's what you do. Yep. I go to halal cart to experience New York. You went to a halal cart on Passover? Uh, well, it's not <laughs> Passover. It's so I'm yeah. allowed to anything I want. We're, we're living I'm in pod time. It's kosher. It's closer to kosher than anything else. Okay, so what happened? So I asked the guy very clearly for sweet, the sweet chicken. It's on. It's a sweet Thai chicken. And he's like, yes. Sweet Thai chicken? Yes. Then he just gets the regular chicken and rice and dumps a ton of hot sauce on it like any anyway, and i didn't have time i got i don't want to keep my lawyer waiting so yeah let me ask you and a question because so should kaplan have just got his money back oh. now, and i have to say there's damages look at these i my nose is bleeding everywhere because it's so spicy well then you my should go to bleeding. the hospital and i asked the guy for a napkin yeah. and he gave me one little napkin when he saw my nose bleeding he didn't I, care yeah that's why i'm, I'm turning on the blue your side way down the stairs right now you should fall down the stairs because of or you will fall down the stairs. <laughs> Are you a lawyer <laughs> yeah. advocating for me to fake it? Dude, Blue's helping us out. Now he's back on our All side. Right. All right. And, that, and the reason your nose is bleeding is because it was so spicy that you fell on your nose and broke it, right? And whatever money you and get. And maybe it's a hate crime since I'm Jewish and he's coming after my nose. Yes. Yeah, there we go. Let's uh, tack I'm, that on. I'm out on that one. <laughs> and whatever money you get, as Blue has told us, we all three split because the idea came up on the pot. Yeah, we have to go higher now. Oh, so finally I'm going to get paid by you? <laughs> <laughs> he's a lawyer, so he's already getting your money. You get a third. <laughs> so, okay, no, but this happened at Softy in China. I knew, I'm, now I'm back on your side, because at Softy in China one time, a guy, a former employee, um, threw a brick through our warehouse in the middle of the night, through the window, came in, stole, um, I think, 20,000 RMB, so like, I don't know, four or $5,000 out, out of a safe. He just took the whole safe. And then um, the next day, we found him immediately because it was all, we had cameras everywhere, you know? So we came in. He was wearing his same jacket he wears to work every day. He's wearing his same clothes. You could just see him. 
And so then he went to prison. And then he goes, Well, it's criminal. Yeah, that's criminal. So he go, but he didn't have to give us our money back. And he goes to jail. He didn't? No. And he went to jail for six months. See, that's why in the criminal world, there's the idea of restitution also. Yeah. So, you know, think about the Bernie Madoff, for example. You know, he didn't just go to prison. They, you know, he, I can't remember what it was, but they, uh, he had to make some sort of restitution or make the people that were affected. They had to get his money. He had to give some part of his money back. So this guy, he, after like three months in jail, his family came to me and they, or with their lawyer, I guess, came to me, whoever, and said, oh, which I, I didn't even know about. And they said, actually, there's a thing in the Chinese law that if you sign a paper right now that says you forgive him, he can get out now. He can get out three months instead of six months. Okay. And I said, okay, give me my money back. And I'll, Seems fair. I'll let him out. Yeah. And then they said, we have to think about it. And they came back the next day and they went, no, but can you still sign it? And I said, no. So he just stayed in jail for three more months. Okay. Cause, but it's like, why? I, now I'm back with you because like, you should, yeah, there should be some penalty above just giving it back. Even just giving it back shouldn't have been enough. They should have yeah. given me a lot more, right? Yeah. All right. So um, that's settled. Um, okay, last question, and then we'll get to your best and worst, I mean, your worst pods. Um, I don't think Blue's got best. We don't have it yet. You hate every single one. Maybe the one you were on. The one I was on was pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, last question. At one point when I was living in China, I was taken into, I was summoned by the tax bureau to come to a meeting. I came to a meeting at the tax bureau department downtown, and the guy in his high-rise office, he brought me up there, and he said, uh, okay, here's the deal. You, um, he said, we've done research into you and found out you're not paying your taxes. Completely not true. It was totally false. He was just bluffing. Were you paying taxes? 100%. We were paying everything. And so I confidently said, well, you're wrong. But most people don't. And so then most people get scared. It's like a shakedown they do to a lot of people. Well, because you can get thrown into like some nasty prison in the middle of nowhere because it's China. Exactly. But I just... I said, like, sorry, you're wrong. I am paying all my taxes. What do you want? But he was hoping I would say, oh. Because you have an embassy. Most people there in China don't. Yeah. So he was hoping I would back down or just get scared. And so then when I didn't, his, he just still went through with his offer, which was, okay, well, maybe you are, but in the future, I can look the other way if you just pay me some money every month directly. Is this also happening in is this also legal in america <laughs> that is most definitely not legal <laughs> in america, questions, I think. or uh, probably most likely not legal in china either i think it's illegal in china too yeah, yeah. I, I would say so all right well that story the full story will be in my book oh uh, a little teaser a little teaser. teaser coming out soon <laughs> uh, i mean all right, all right blue let's get to your three worst episodes um, Don't count like the first three because first three or four or five because we were trying to figure out what we were even doing. Post blue, post blue, that's when we launched. When was that Irish comedian guy? Oh, that was before that. Oh, Des Bishop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you didn't like him? Oh, he was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wait, why? Yeah. Okay. Wait. Why? Let's get a little detail. Huh? What was what was so terrible about him? Uh, he was just boring. Boring. Yeah. I would say, okay, I will take a little bit of a blame for that because we didn't know, that was like our fourth episode. That might have, that was our second guest. Second guest. We didn't really know how to interview. Yeah. We had him on. He actually has an interesting story. He didn't tell it at all. It's not your fault. (laughs) It's not your fault. You're sitting on a couch right now, too. You're really my uh, goodwill hunter. You're paying the therapist. All right, we'll take it. It it was the not funny Irish comedian. (laughs) No. All right. Okay. I like it. That's one. Let me think. Two and three. (laughs) 
Well, actually, I guess it would be one and two. I mean, there's a tie at the top, so I'll count both of them. Okay, what's the tie? The the Weber podcast. Which one? Podcast. Both of them. Both of them. <laughs> the two worst. I mean, I've never heard a self more self important and <laughs> self indulgent, Mister Hollywood. <laughs> Wow. That's why everyone comes in here it comes after Weber. He is a Hollywood yeah, baby the, face. The, the people really don't like him. I mean, he did read his IMDb page basically on the podcast. Did he? <laughs> well, know. no, but he rattled off credit after credit. Well, that was, you know, it's an interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we might have asked him those. No, you didn't. Did we not? <laughs> no, he volunteered the information. Just to let you know, I wrote 500 is... memory from such films as... Pink Panther 2. Fault in Our Stars. Yeah, he and... went through, like, the history of his films. <laughs> Unsolicited, by the way. Un- just out of nowhere. I think I was on my phone watching a game, so I didn't see that. Kaplan tuned out in that episode pretty early, if I remember correctly. <laughs> also, I-, I find it questionable anytime you have a guy on a podcast who's very in touch with any... Uh, teenage girls' uh, <laughs> emotion. <laughs> yeah, legally, legally though, girls. legally. Yeah. I mean, he's an older. I mean, he's not old. I mean, what is he? He's an older gentleman. Late, late thirties, but he's still. He's very much a millennial. I would say he's the world's oldest millennial. He's, he's the world's like, oldest millennial. How he carries himself in all aspects of life, right? He's very uh, politically active on the left right now. <laughs> politically active on the left. <laughs> Meaning he complains a lot during yeah, uh, dinners. This is somebody we're talking about right now who didn't know there were two presidents named George Bush. <laughs> no, that's year. not true. That is not true. I, I just, it was like credit after credit. Oh, and then he also took credit for your podcast. Did he? Yes. What did he say? It was his invention or something? Yeah, he said, uh, oh, and I help uh, edit and write it. Well, he that is not, no, he, he did not say that. Busman. No, I think you're misquoting no, 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 no. A little if bit. you go back and listen, I'm mm. telling you, he took credit for <laughs> editing your podcast. <laughs> he has never once edited our podcast. That's well, 100%. You correct the record. First of all, right, you have Weber to get, does that. You have to get, no, Weber does not do that. I do that. Can I, can I, really? I thought it was Weber this whole time. Yeah, it is. You know, Weber, and, and Weber does give us ideas sometimes. We bounce ideas off of him for podcasts. I'm surprised he doesn't put that on his IMDb. But the, <laughs> he puts Lost in America uh, ideas man on yeah. his IMDb. Well, we're yeah, working to get that that far up the ladder. All right. Well, Blue, any notes? For, any last notes for us as we go forward? Any more laws we're breaking? Yeah, we're breaking the laws. I mean, oh, we wanted to. Blood. Did you like the Irish pod? Uh, yeah, it was it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a ten out of ten yeah. from Blue. Yeah, I mean. Well, it was more enjoyable. Like oh, your ch- the one from China? Yeah. That was terrible. <laughs> Wait, oh, the uh, live one? Unique Kaplan. Yeah, people hated that one. Uh, yeah. People really, the fans were... By, by the way, huge this is for the my first country. time anybody yeah. has ever said, you need Kaplan. That was, I can't believe you're pro-Kaplan in yeah. any sense. Well, no, that was good for my contract negotiations. As um, you know, I, I always say I might not be back for season three, yeah. so... Nobody's well, uh, ever even said that to his wife. <laughs> Kaplan is irreplaceable on this podcast and this podcast alone. Nowhere else yeah, in nowhere life. Else. Not at home. Pretty much. Not yeah. at work. Not. He All actually right. he has no added value. In fact, he takes away value elsewhere. <laughs> I don't think I take away. I think I'm just. Well, I think, I think it's think clear by that value. live that that podcast yeah. we did at the comedy club that it was very necessary to have Kaplan here. Mm-hmm. So blue. All right. So what do you think about? Because we just had Jimmy on the pod. You know Jimmy, right? Jimmy yeah, Brodus, yeah, of course. We just had him on the pod. The mixed reviews, though. What did What did you think, oh, Jimmy? Cool. Now that, since you're rating our pod, yeah, rating, don't 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 go hard on Jimmy. I uh, said mixed. <laughs> mixed can be good. He was, uh, he was game. I can never say a bad word about Jimmy. Why? Back in 2004. Ooh, way back when Turner yeah. when I left America, setting on the yeah. boat for China. I I had mind you, I never met Jimmy before. Didn't okay. know him from a hole in the wall, and he. He was mutual friends with a mutual friend at back then, and 
A friend says, oh, I have a buddy who's living in Rio because my post-bar trip was South America. Rio, Brazil. So, yes. Not to be confused with the other Rio. Or not just a river, but you're speaking Spanish. Yes. Yeah. So that's Portuguese. But anyway. Rio um, is also Spanish. It's it's true. So he says, my buddy is living in in Brazil. Why don't you go hang out with him? And I said, all right. I mean, I had no idea what I was doing. I was 25. So I went with a buddy of mine after the bar exam, and we go down, and we're greeted by Jimmy. Just in Jimmy? Rio. Just yeah, just Jimmy. And you didn't even know him? He was a friend of a friend? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, all this was done over email. Like, oh, uh, what hotel are you staying at? I'll, I'll come meet you. Cool. So he comes and meets us there, and we proceed to go out for the next three nights to the same exact bar because he wouldn't go to any other bar. Can I guess the bar since I've been to Rio with, with Jimmy? Uh, this would be a. When did you go? Wait, hold on. When did you go to Rio I went, with Jimmy? Well, I was there in 2008. 2008? Four years oh, later. If this is the same bar, that's amazing. Shenanigans? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Uh, nice. Shenanigans. Jimmy has his uh, go-to that's bar. His, that's his cheers. That's his cheap shots. <laughs> that is remarkable. Yeah. One great bar in the whole city. Great, like, a tourist, really, bar of, it's like all, like, American yeah, it's like, a, Yeah, it's like the foreigners Brazilians looking go at the there. Yeah. yeah. Scumbag, old And guys. apparently, not just Americans, but Brazilian law students go there. So you met a, what happened? You guys meet Brazilian law students? We did meet a Brazilian law students. Um, one they of didn't want to represent us. <laughs> yeah, I know. What are they doing right now? Well, they work pro bono? Yeah, they're more interested than I am representing you. <laughs> um, one of whom was a very, you know, attractive young lady. <laughs> you know. Who, you know. Yeah, who didn't speak a single word of English. That's better sometimes. It, it turned out to be the best for me. Because <laughs> I, I didn't speak a word of Portuguese. Turner, that's the language they speak in Brazil. I understand. Okay. <laughs> Some words mean the same thing in multiple languages. And I basically spent the next two hours using Jimmy as a conduit or a translator, like I was at the freaking UN. Like as a chaperone. And he, he just stood there and you hit on her through Jimmy? Literally, that's exactly what happened. Did you end up having to make out with Jimmy and then he makes yeah. out with her? Um, <laughs> Is there any fear with that, that Jimmy will mistranslate you? Because Jimmy's very competitive. And he might not want to see you succeed there. He might want to just like change what you're saying. Let me tell you something. Whatever Jimmy said to her worked out for the best for hey. maybe you improved some of your material. Good job, Jimmy. You yeah. know, who so, knows? So much love and much respect to uh, the one and only Jimmy Brothers. But you'd have to go home with Jimmy. Like he didn't have to like get <laughs> He had to be in the middle. <laughs> Jimmy sandwich. Yeah. No, no comment on the rest of this. <laughs> nice. And you, and didn't Weber put that all together? So maybe we should go easier on him. Yeah. All right, uh, and then uh, what do you? So you look, you got you got to go home now. Yeah, he's blues got to get out. He looks a little downtrodden. Yeah, no. I mean, I don't. I, it's a part of the reason why I didn't even want to come here in the first place. My <laughs> cleaning lady's coming tomorrow. So what's that mean? So your cleaning lady's coming. So why you got to get ready for her? Yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> you got to clean for the cleaning lady. It's not it's cleaning. Like you got to get. You know, you got to pick up your laundry, your dirty this clothing. This is something on the that is. I'm the other way around. My life has blown my mind. Why people have to clean up because they're cleaning it's ladies. A, it's coming. a respectful but, thing, and you also don't respect. want you don't want to leave a mess for her. My cleaning lady that's is the whole so. Point of a cleaning lady let is let a me mess. tell you something. My cleaning lady is so good that when my wife walked in, and the first time that she was in our apartment, our cleaning lady was literally in her underwear in our shower cleaning our shower. In her underwear? Yeah. Is this the same girl from Shenanigans? Is this how a porn starts? <laughs> <laughs> Did you get her up here? Um, no, I mean, it was amazing. You, your cleaning lady is really good, so are you nervous that she's going to be, is she going to still be the country? Like, because that, you know. Oh, I, I mean, uh, <laughs> if, if I have to, I'll have somebody marry her to keep okay. her. <laughs> we'll get her on the dating pod, too. I mean, I yeah. personally, I go the other way. I like to leave a real mess, 
You know, my wife well, wants like, to clean you... up. She's like embarrassed. It's like when you have company. She cleans up before cleaning. I'm the other way around. I cook right before the cleaning lady is coming. I shave. I want. You know, I want to. I want to make a real. Make get my money's worth. Well, it's like, do you I'll wash stop. your car before you go to the car wash? Like, no. No. If it rains, it's I not, definitely. I'm not, so, like, I'm not your scrubbing house. the floor. I'm just trying to get things organized. You, you know, gotta when, hide when things. Clean, good cleaning ladies will move things all over the place. You that's do have to true. hide things you don't want moved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you gotta she, prepare. Yeah, she definitely moves everything all over the place. All but right, you know well. what? She does such a good job. I'll let. Uh, Shout out. We don't want to give her name. Go. You never give away your name of a There's good cleaning no lady. There's no chance I will put the name of our, my cleaning lady on this podcast. Not out of any respect for her, but I don't want anybody taking her. Right. That's what I was going to say. We have <laughs> the first rule of running a home. Yes. We have a good cleaning person. You do not give that name away. No, you don't understand. Like, she is. The best cleaning lady in the city of New York, and then you could torture me right now, and I wouldn't tell you who she is. <laughs> well, in this world of travel bans and uh, nuclear bombs in Afghanistan, the real person to feel sorry for in all this is Jim. Is uh, sorry, is uh, is Blue Shirt because he's gonna ho- go home and clean for his cleaning lady tomorrow. Yeah. So well, thank you for being on the pod. Yeah. No Anything problem. Plug besides that. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> plug your law firm. Definitely not you guys. All right. All right. That's it. Let's get to the uh, news. Well, take it easy, Blue. Welcome back. Uh, all right. So in the news, let's start with the news. Let's start with something that's uh, that this is fresh off the presses, and this is uh, this is gambling news. This right? is gambling news, political it's politics. So what happened was the presidential but, lines for twenty twenty just came out. Yeah, that's what I've come to. So what? What you read them to me? Um, I've got wait, the pre- for the president of the United States. Read me, read me the names of the people, I mean, and I mean, I'll try to guess the line. Yo, guess the line. So I, I did. I, full disclosure: I already saw the Trump is two to one. Donald Trump is two senior to, is a two to one favorite. Senior to be the next president of the United States. Not to depress everybody here. But to become what, the next Vegas thinks. Okay, to win again in twenty twenty. Yes. So for our non gamblers, two to one means that if you bet a hundred dollars, you win two hundred dollars. Right now, I will say I'm not an expert on presidential betting. Yeah. But those are pretty. Crappy odds, actually, for an incumbent. Yeah, he, like that, that I means- guarantee you, Barack Obama and George W. Bush and Bill Clinton, pretty much any first-term president this early in the term, when if they were betting, it'd be, like it'd be one like, to two. It'd be like one to one, basically. Like, so it's one, like if you bet a hundred dollars, you win your money back plus yeah. fifty. I mean, right after um, when early in Bush's term, when he was very popular, like after nine eleven, before you know, or early in. The other, but you would have had a bet. Yeah, exactly. You would have had to probably bet like five hundred dollars to win a hundred. Yeah, and this you bet one hundred to win two hundred. Yeah, so it's bad odds. So it's bad odds for an incumbent, but he's still the favorite. Who's next on there? Um, well, I'll give you a name, and you tell me. I'll tell you the odds. You tell me the odds. Mike Pence. Mike Pence, vice president. Yes, current vice president of the United States of America. Okay, so the the way he could win, this was first of all, Trump would have to be out. Right, so this is, I think, the sharp bet, as you say. This is the sneaky bet right now. Because what this is implying is that some Trump gets impeached and the and, impeachment goes through. And, and, and yet so, Pence comes out looking like, Pence okay. Pence becomes our new president. And it's popular enough to win again. And then he has a good enough term yeah. to where he gets reelected. Right. So that is still not, I guess it's kind of like, I mean, yeah. I would say 10 to, 10 to 1. Oh, 15 to 1. 
15 to 1? Yeah, which means if you think it should be 10 to 1, you should probably bet that. That's actually a good bet. I might bet that. I mean, we need this Trump to be impeached early enough. If he gets impeached too late, I think Pence would, it would hurt Pence, you know? My theory is that if Trump gets impeached, the country will be so, like, shell-shocked by the whole thing. And that, that Pence would actually be the perfect guy because he's so steady. He's just nothing, you know? Uh-huh. He's just bland and steady. Yeah. So all he has to do is just not mess it up. If he's just, like, boring, yeah. people... Like, ever, you know, remember, like, girls who... Or you ever dated someone... Like, anyone who's dated someone who's, like, just a complete crazy person? The next person they always date is just, like, really safe, down the middle, basic. Yeah. That's America with Trump right that now. That is how Mike Pence has sex. Exactly. We, and we've, so... <laughs> Then uh, Pence could win again. So yeah, okay, that's a good bet. Who else is now? On there? Someone who's a little spicier, a little Sean Spicer. No, oh, no not Sean Spicer. <laughs> uh, a little bit spicier on that scale, I'll say. Uh, Nikki Haley. Um, okay, Nikki Haley works in Trump's cabinet, right? Yeah, she's the representative of the UN. Oh, she's the United States representative to the. But she's a Republican. United Nations. I mean, she's basically just like a smart person who knows a lot about the world. She's been good. I like her. She's been good on Israel. So I'll, uh, she's maybe my favorite person in the administration. So this is also if she's a Republican because normally people don't run against. A, now you're basically betting on either Trump being so unpopular that there's a primary where you have a challenger from his own party for the, yeah. the or he gets impeached and Pence is not popular. And so we got to run against Pence. I don't. I don't like those odds. Yeah. I say fifty to one. Sixty-five to one. Woo! So, I was yeah. not far off. Uh, now let's go to the other party. Okay. Who do you think, instead of guessing a number, who do you think is the number one Democrat um, as far as the odds go? Well, Bernie, but he's too old. If he even counts as a Democrat, I don't know if he's Democrat. Yeah, Bernie is, is, is 25 to 1. He's not your number one. Okay, Elizabeth Warren then. Yes. Uh, but she's a little more liberal too. So what's her a lot current more position? Odds-wise? No, what is she in, what's her job? Uh, she's a senator. She's a senator from where? The great state of Massachusetts. Senator from Massachusetts. <laughs> Tax- Taxachusetts. Not going not gonna to work. I don't see her. Taxachusetts. <laughs> that's, that's what Michael Dukakis. I don't see her winning, and here's why. Um, because Hillary, she's in the Hillary camp, right? She's the second coming of Hillary. That's not what America wants. And, and Trump already knows how to go after her. He calls her Pocahontas. That's his go-to. Does he? Yes, because she, like... I think lied about being Native American once to get a, help her get a job at Harvard or Hilarious. claim she might have. Yeah, I don't even so. think Democrat for my, okay. My f- short observation from being back in the United States, a short amount of time is that even Dem- young Democrats, they don't like that whole side. They're on the Bernie side. They want, no, no, but she's very Bernie. She's like the heir to Bernie's people. Oh, really? Yeah, she's super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well yeah, then if the, she's the heir to Bernie, maybe so. Yeah, I thought she's she was Bernie's Hillary's heir. Side. Yes. Oh no, no. She's super progressive and comes at wall street and, the, the um, millennials love her. The Bernie people love her. I guess she could definitely get the nomination. I guess I would put her similar to Pence, but I don't. I don't see her getting the nomination just because I think someone. That, I think the field. I would bet the field. All right. Well, she's twelve to one. Twelve to, to one. Point. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. I, I think someone else is going to emerge. Someone younger. All right. How about I'm going to give you a name and you tell me if you've ever heard of this person. Okay. Amy Klobuchar. Never heard of Amy Klobuchar. I, I'm going to guess she's a Democrat, obviously, her, but she's 20 to 1. She's one of the favorites. I've never heard of her. She must be. The I, only, and I think I'm very political savvy. I think our next president is going to be someone young from the Democrat side who's like, but they got to be young. They can't be an old person. I think like people are going to vote for like a 45-year-old, 40, whatever. How about Michelle Obama? What do you think her odds are? I don't think she's going to run, but I would put her odds at 75 to 1. 20 to 1. 20 to 1? And 
Who do you think is so? We're gonna say the only other Democrat who's above Amy Klobuchar. <laughs> Klobuchar is it someone I've heard of? Yes, you should have heard of him. A Democrat, a man? Yeah, it's a man. Oh, it's gonna be um of uh our old vice president. What's his name? Biden. Joe Biden. No, no, no. Joe Biden is sixty-five to one. I guess they don't think he's gonna run. I wouldn't bet on that either. Okay, who? Andrew Cuomo, your governor. He's not my governor from California. Oh, New you York. Live in New York. Buddy. Oh, let me tell you something. Governor of New York. All right. Well, guess what? And I'm going to give you a couple. I'm going to give you as a gambler. These okay. are my shrewd picks. I like Julian Castro at twenty to one. Who's she? It's a guy. Okay, Julian <laughs> Castro. Julian Castro. How do you say it? Julian, I think. I don't know. Julian. He, he speaks oh, okay. to the uh, Hispanic population. Okay. Go after Trump from Texas, I think. Uh, and I'm going to say. I'm going to say Ben Sass just because I like him. He's a never-Trump Republican, you know, if, if Trump does go down. And I'm going to give you – here's my real my – real, he's 65 to 1. That's why I like it. My real long shot, 200 to 1. You might as well throw a few bucks down. Everyone likes to bet on a heavy dog. Who's, you know who it is? Who? Sarah Palin, baby. Hey! <laughs> President a- Palin, get rich. Put 10 bucks on that. Make two grand. 200 and- to 1. Wait, what, la- what I have you- a couple last questions and we'll end this, uh, this bit. But where is uh, Kasich? Kasich is at 65 to 1. I picked that. I like John Kasich at 65. Yeah, but he, what about Hillary Clinton, you say? 75 to 1. She's on there? What do you mean? Bernie's on there. Why can't Hillary be on there? Oh, my gosh. And Cory Booker is another one that I feel like 20 to 1, it seems like a good bet. I don't, I don't like his chances. I know I, people like him. But, I don't even I, know who I don't, that is. Last question. Uh, where's Tulsi Gabbard on there? Our uh, congresswoman from Hawaii, who's the congresswoman of the pod. She's not on we here. We love Tulsi. She's not on here. She's not on there? Well, then. You know what we need to do. We need to get her on the pod. We need to get her on the pod. And then we need to get her to and, become the next president. And you know who her vice, president, her vice presidential candidate should be? Tyler Sparks. Assemblyman Kim. Assemblyman Kim. Secretary of State Tyler Sparks. I like it. There we go. We've got a good administration. Now we're putting a cabinet together. Putting a cabinet together. Secretary. And then you know you should be? What? You'll be the Spicer. I'll be the Spicer. I'll be your Spicer. <laughs> <I'll> be your- <laughs> yes. I'll be up there. Can do no wrong. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, well, I think... Uh, you got some more news? Anything else going on in the world? I would put... Just to close that out, I would actually put money on Pence. 15 to 1, that sounds good to me. That's your bet. Yeah, I mean, I like the idea of betting on will Will Trump be the president in four years. Or who will be the Republican nominee, I mean. Yeah. Because that's, that's the interesting bet to me, if he's still... Uh, He's still here. All right. Next in the news. Um, new, oh, this is what we talked. We were talking about this earlier with Blue. Blue had to leave, by the way. I don't think we mentioned that, but uh, he's a busy man. Well, he we wanted him to stay for the news because you know we we like we have to stay, but then he we got ex- to pay for another hour. He got expensive. Yeah, he got expensive. So and, uh, he wanted us to buy him a turkey sandwich. I said no. Not happening. Yeah. Not on my watch. Yeah. <laughs> so next in the news, New York educators fear losing a. Fear losing a coding whiz. This comes to us from the Washington Post, Kaplan. Bo Fung, a Chinese software engineer will, uh, in Long Island, working in Long Island, very mm-hmm. popular at a local high school, will have to leave the United States in June if he does not win an H-1B skilled workers visa lottery. And his local community is rallying behind him. They're trying to work it so he can somehow stay. Well, here's what I know. Through my personal experience, here's how you can stay. Bo Fung, get married. But wait, maybe you want him. Does if he leaves, does that help you? Like, is there a Chinese quota? It might be one out, one in. One out, one in. Yeah, I but mean, you I, should be going around and seeing anybody Chinese and trying to well, always get them out of the country. The basic update: we're actually getting close now. I Are think my wife is going to be here pretty soon. All right, so we're only a month or two away. I think at this point. You know what that means? 
party? We got to plan you a bachelor party. A bachelor party? Like, I'm there's married. Di- there's different levels of bachelor parties. Well, there, we need a new term for it, but it's like a, my wife's out of the country and she just got a green card party. Sure. Okay. I've been a ba- <laughs> <laughs> so we'll come up with a catchier title for that. That's a good idea. Movie idea, Weber. And then once she gets here, we do a, a, a bigger party. Well, and everybody part. You guys can have a second honeymoon. There you go. Here. Yeah, we'll leave you alone. All right. So, so what do we need? So, so what can we do for this young man? Well, I think we need to have a pod where we, we need to get we need to reach out to Bo Fung. Bo Fung. Get him on the podcast. Okay. Get a couple late. Maybe we get um, Audrey Murray back in here. She's oh, still oh, looking. Get him married is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. We have a dating episode for him. Okay. We get a few single ladies in here from Manhattan area, <laughs> and uh, we see who wants to marry Bo Fung. Could who we, wants to marry a foreigner? Who wants to, it, that, I would think that a lot of women would be looking, or men too, looking to do this on political reasons to keep people in the country. Well, he's but, also he's a successful guy. But isn't it, isn't it, if you can do something that Americans, didn't we learn this from somewhere, you can do something that Americans can't do, you can stay in the country. I think so. Does that make sense? Well, that's what he does. He's the coding whiz in this uh, local high school. So he just has to prove that he's better. Now, that's a, tough because there's a lot of like... I don't know, 10-year-old kids who can say, I can code. <laughs> That's true. So he probably should pick something. What can Americans not do? You know, clean seaweed. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what well, I'm sure there's certain dishes that we can't make in chi- Chinese food. Yeah, so he's got to find some. You know, there's a lot of talents that Americans don't have anymore. Yeah. Uh, that's my advice. I don't know what else. I've never been in this situation. All right. Well, <laughs> Bo Fung, if you're listening, yeah. get on the pod. We want you on. If you're in, yeah, wherever you are in the world, listen to the pod. Next story. Smoking is encouraged at a new Mad Men style speakeasy on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. This comes to us from DNA Info, Info by way of Weber. Weber sent us the story. Oh, I like in. this story. If you have good stories, everybody, send them in to us. Weber's a big smoker, so of course he sent this. Well, me. what's funny about so this is a cool, like hip new thing now in Manhattan. To smoking is back in, I guess. So you are, but how do you is it get around the law? It's because it's a club. Is that it the says uh, Sugar East is the name of the bar has a license that was grandfathered in from the previous venue they took over for the same place. It's at one hundred eleven twenty five First Avenue between sixty first and sixty second Street. If you want to go check it out. It says the mahogany, leather, brass, bronze, and booze is all there to transport patrons back to a time when men and women could grab a late-night cocktail and a smoke. You know where else you could go to do that? China. You yeah. can do that today. Yeah. It's, that, that, and it's gross. When you left, smoking was, was allowed in bars in, in America, right? It, um, it was when I was in college in Florida. It was not in California. That ended when I was a child. Yeah, that, you guys started that trend. It was a long time ago. I mean, it really changed your whole atmosphere at a bar. Because I like I don't smoke, but you want to you want to like wake up in the next day and be like my clothes stink. Well, like, we've it, talked about it, this before, I believe, <laughs> but I do not want that. No. I want no smoke. No, because then it's gross. You have to change. You have to wash your hair so, all the time. Well, what do you think then of the? What do you think of this idea that it's like so? It's like it's happened so long ago that now it's hip. I think it's retarded. Because like I'm seeing, yeah, and I'm seeing or whatever. Di- Sorry, you can't, yeah, say you retarded. can't say retarded. <laughs> I'm seeing it through a different lens because I remember when we were younger and cigarettes were allowed in bars. You would. What's, what wasn't a lot of normal bar was cigars. Basically, Cap, this is how you know you're old. For you specifically. This is for millennials who've never experienced right, who don't smoking in bars to feel like how we felt when we were in college. Yeah. Well, there's, you know why I was about to say, they, they're like, I remember there was a cigar club in Syracuse. Yeah. It was like a bar downtown where you could smoke a cigar in the bar. Okay. And I was such a loser that I'd want to go there, which is like the worst place to meet girls. 
no, women hate cigars. Women do I, not but, like to hang out in places where everyone's. But smoking. I wanted to like, like the before Mad Men even existed. I like that idea of like I'm an old guy. So oh, I feel like millennials who think like losers like me are going to be really into this because they're going to want to buy into this. I'm going to go and smoke a cigarette and. So what do you say? Thumbs up? Should we go check this place out? I'll I, check it out. I don't smoke. I mean, I, truthfully, I'm not going to check it out because I can. I go back to China all the time. I get my fill of you get your fill. secondhand smoke there. I don't need to go nostalgically get cancer. So it's a thumbs down. And also, what's with the madman thing? You got to dress up in a suit to do. I this think thing? it is. Yeah. It says this guy says Al Abraham Merchant is the uh, owner. He says we've created a space with a mid-century modern feel. That's such. That's a horseshit. Are sentence. you allowed to sexually harass women there? I think so. Is that allowed? Because that should be a thing. Like, well, I was thinking about this actually. <laughs> now you bring it up. When I was on the airplane uh, about a month ago, coming back from Mexico, you know, I was thinking about flying now. How different it is like the the flight attendants. When you watch Mad Men, it's like this era of these like flight attendants, these women, and yeah, and all, everyone in the plane is like a businessman who's like. There's like a 50% chance they're going to sleep with the flight attendant. Sure. Somebody should start a flight, a, a, a plane like this, where it's like uh, a fl- an old school 60s themed flight attendant plane. That's Only a good idea. Women. You're, you're there, it's all in good fun, but you're allowed to be kind of a jerk. <laughs> you can smoke a fun. cigarette uh, if you want. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. <laughs> they have a martini ready for you. Yeah. And I think the problem with United and all these is it's literally <laughs> still the same women. From the 19th. They're all like 90 years old now. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the same women pushing those carts up and down. Well, if you get your, if you get your ass beaten on a plane, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like this wouldn't happen. People, the friendlier skies. Exactly. I went way off the topic of this, of this club, but I'll give it a thumbs up. I all guess right. is my point. Thumbs up from Cap. Thumbs down from me. Should we do one more story? Sure. All right. Let's see. Oh, here we go. You're going to like this one. We'll end on a China story. End on China. This is for Cap. Um, eSports is coming to the Asian Olympics now, thanks to Alibaba.com. Wow. So basically what it means... a question? Yeah. What's an eSport? Video games. It's just playing video games or there's like a... Is, there, is it like a Wii video game where you're like actually playing like sports? It is not. No. It's like playing Halo. So basically... Like Video game, like arcade games, is going to be an Olympic sport now, in, well, at least for the Asian Olympics. I don't know. What's your opinion on this? I think this is, um, sadly, this is, a, first of all, a genius idea. It's a way to get people into the idea of the Olympics. Because this, like, I was just reading about how in New York, <laughs> like, more kids are interested in playing video games than having sex or drinking. Uh, they spend yeah. more time. So, I, I don't know. That's how we're going to buy, that's population control right there, by yeah. the way. Who needs a one-child policy when you got video games? Exactly. But, you, but, but as a sports fan, I'm offended. Like, I, I feel like. I mean, I'm. I mean, totally it makes, it makes golf seem like, I guess, like you're running a marathon. Exactly. But I, I don't know. Well, I have a couple of problems. One is I don't understand how this is a spectator sport. You're just going to sit there and watch it. Was the whole stadium going to sit around one, one guy and watch him play a video game? I do understand. I didn't even like when I was a kid watching my brother play Mario Kart. Right. See, that's the thing I was about to say is that so, Teddy loves. I have an Xbox. A yeah. new Xbox I got recently under the guise of, uh, hey, Teddy, I want to play. But he doesn't he can't play Xbox yet. But. He loves watching me play games. Okay. He'll just sit there like, I want to watch the car game. So then it's great. I'm watching my son, and I'm also playing video games. <laughs> okay. And I guess I'm tapping into something innate in these generations where they like to watch video games. I didn't, probably didn't want to watch it when I was a kid either. I did not, but I did hear – I don't know if this is true, but I heard recently – let's never stop this on this pod. Yeah. I heard recently that video games have surpassed Hollywood in, like, sales, box yes. office and all oh, that. Oh, Yeah. It's insane. I'm not a video game person. Never have you been. You see the, how new video games—they're—they're they're comp. The, 
they, the amount of money they spend on this is probably more this than This is also movie. just like how, I mean, every generation says the next generation is the laziest of all time. Yeah. But really, they've just, Olympics now have video games. Like I said earlier, at least meet me halfway and have it like Wii style. So at least make it like, you know. Halo. Hey, no, but make it like fencing oh, and all I these see. things like. like uh, yeah, like golf. you have to jump up and down a little bit. Yeah, play some Tiger Woods golf. Is that, that's not the golf. That was the last time I know played a golf it's game. It's just going to be like golf. fat guys sitting around. Are they going to play this in mom's basements? Is that where they're going to have these Olympic sports? That's where they should be. They should be in pubs. At least get the people drinking. Right? <laughs> okay. You know, I used to play Virtuous Striker, shout out, in London religiously all day long. Oh. And I thought I was a loser wasting my time studying abroad in London. I felt bad about it, but now I think, you know what? I was starting to trend. You could have been in the Olympics. I could have been in the Olympics. I was training. You were ahead of your time. Yeah, why play soccer? Play Virtua Striker. You were the one generation too old. I was uh, always ahead of my time. All right, that's our pod. Thank you all for listening. And uh, Cap, what should we do? I thank you as well. I thank you for for having me. Thank you for telling a friend. (laughs) Thank you for spreading the word. The pod's growing. Oh, yeah. Pod's growing. It's growing every uh, week. We're excited. The listeners are going up and up and up and up. It's because of you guys. So keep listening. Keep listening. I'm going to get lost. Get lost.